This is Shi'ar Jeshub, coming to you from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, this is Patty Scalzo, welcoming you to our series on Heavenly Authority. In the current sermon, Pastor is in 1 Kings chapter 1, where Solomon has just been anointed king at David's instructions. His brother, Adonijah, who has sought to usurp the kingship, has just received word that Solomon sits on the throne. And Adonijah's assembled guests become afraid. When we left off, Pastor Greg was drawing the parallel of this contest between brazen Adonijah and the true king, Solomon, with that of the Antichrist and the Lord Jesus in the last days. Before we return to the Sunday message, let me remind you to visit our website at www.shiarjeshub.org. Make it your site for serious Bible study, glorifying our Lord Jesus. Here now is Pastor Greg Scalzo. Now, Adonijah's guests, when they hear the true king is anointed and crowned and ruling, they're afraid and they flee. And Jesus taught in Matthew chapter 24, chapter 24, verse 29, speaking about the last days. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, and he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of the heaven to the other. When they see the sign of the Son of Man, all the tribes of the earth will mourn. It's true. He's really the King. Jesus Christ is really the Lord. So we've been following another. We've been following this Adonijah. We've been following this Antichrist. But... The true son of David is coming. He's coming in the heavens with signs and wonders. And we're in a lot of trouble. And they'll mourn even as the guests of Adonijah flee. In Revelation chapter 6, it says, in verse 14, Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man, hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? The fear on Adonijah's guest is only a small taste of the fear that will engulf the whole world 
when the true Son of David, Jesus the Christ, is revealed. Verse 50 of 1 Kings, 1 Kings chapter 1, verse 50, Adonijah himself becomes afraid. Now Adonijah was afraid of Solomon, so he arose and went and took hold of the horns of the altar. He's pleading for mercy. He goes into the area of the sacrifice. He grabs the horns of the altar. He's seeking refuge. He runs to the symbol of God's forgiveness, the sacrifice. Now he's seeking God. Now, after he's done what he's done, he's looking for mercy. Verse 51 and it was told Solomon, saying, Indeed, Adonijah is afraid of King Solomon, for look, he has taken hold of the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear to me today that he will not put his servant to death with the sword. Let me ask you a question. What do you think Adonijah would have done to Solomon had the situation been reversed? He would have killed him, right? Now he's seeking mercy from Solomon. And he receives it. Verse 52, Then Solomon said, If he proves himself a worthy man, not one hair of him shall fall to the earth. But if wickedness is found in him, he shall die. So King Solomon sent them to bring him down from the altar. And he came and fell down before King Solomon. And Solomon said to him, Go to your house. He receives mercy. But it's a conditional mercy from the king. If he proves himself a worthy man, no harm will be done to him. But if he comes back and seeks to do evil and wickedness, he will surely die. So as long as Adonijah doesn't cause any trouble, he'll live. And Solomon shows him mercy. I wonder if Adonijah sees it as a sign of weakness. Sometimes our mercy our goodness that the Lord works through us as Christians, the people that are brazen see it as weakness, and they push it. And not today, but hopefully next week, we'll see how Adonijah pushes Solomon in a very unwise way. And then we have David's last instructions to Solomon. This is in chapter 2, starting at verse 1. Now the days of David drew near that he should die. And he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man. David's not going to be there much longer. And his instructions to a young Solomon, we believe that Solomon's about 20 years old at this point. His instruction is, be strong therefore and prove yourself a man. This command is important to all believers. The Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10, speaking to the church, he says, finally my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Solomon had great enemies. Israel had great physical enemies in the nations around them and enemies within though they too had demonic oppression. But in the Old Testament, you see the physical battles. You see the physical warfare. And David tells Solomon to rule Israel, you have to be strong. You have to prove yourself a man that you can stand against the enemy. In New Testament times, we're told greater than the flesh and blood enemies you can have, there is a spiritual battle in heavenly realms with principalities, powers that we cannot see. And we need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might and to put on the full armor of God and be strong, be courageous in this unseen warfare in heavenly places. That commandment to Solomon by David, be strong therefore and prove yourself a man. It's especially true of those placed in a position of authority. And remember, the series is a series about heavenly authority. Those called to be in a place of authority must be strong. To lead the nation, Solomon must be strong. And we're not talking about some type of macho imagery of strength. We're talking about true courage, true inner strength, to stand and be permanent even when everything around you is shaken. So that's the first instruction he gives to his son. Be strong, show yourself, prove yourself a man. Verse 3 of 1 Kings chapter 2, he says, And keep the charge of the Lord your God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you turn, that the Lord may fulfill his word, which he spoke concerning me, saying, If your sons take heed to their way to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, he said, You shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. So after telling him to be strong, he tells him, keep the charge of the Lord your God. Walk in his ways. Keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, the law of Moses. Then you will prosper. You shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel if you do this, the Lord promises. You, Solomon, take seriously as Israel's leader that you're submissive to Yahweh God. He's your ruler. You're ruling the people, but you cannot rule the people unless you take care to keep charge of the Lord your God's ways and his words and his testimonies, his statutes, his commandments. You must be obedient and know God's will and God's word and God's way. When does trouble come to Israel because of Solomon? 
Trouble comes to Israel when Solomon sins and breaks God's law. All in authority, both civil and religious, must submit to God Almighty to prosper, must submit to God's ways, his holy word, his commandments to prosper in leadership and that their nation or their people or their congregation or their family might prosper. Leadership does not mean making up your own rules, your own ideas. Leadership does not mean being empowered to do what you want. That's what Adonijah would do. That's what the Antichrist would do. But God's holy leaders are servants first and foremost to him. And they have to obey him, be submissive to him, and follow his way. They can't make it up as they go along what they want. They're just stewards proclaiming and doing what God wants. And isn't this idea that those in leadership can make up new laws and new ways, isn't that what we see happening in our courts, in our country right now? Join Pastor Greg on the web. The address is www.shiarjashub.org. You will find info about our church, an archive of radio programs, and commentary including Pastor's new article on capitalism. Is capitalism of God or not? Pastor Greg Scalzo gives a detailed and inspired biblical analysis from God's Word. And please join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.